Well, Coach Buckland, talk about Monday night and how special that was for you. Obviously, to get the win was great, but but to play against your uncle and a coaching legend and everything like that, was that an exciting night for you? Yeah, I told him, too. This has it's been a dream of mine to play in the Breslin Center. Um, it was extra special because my family got to be there. My parents still from Georgia. My brother came in from L.A. Um, and, you know, a little bit regardless of the outcome, it, it was going to be a a cool event to bring the family together, get to see each other. Now with us, you know, living on opposite sides of the country, it was uh, it was nice to be able to do that. You know, did you kind of help this help make this game happen a little bit? Yeah, I mean, there was uh, there was some friendly trash talk this summer, vac- vacation, and uh, you know, these the buy games are important for our you know programs like us, and um, it it was a. Uh, you know, it was something they they were willing to do as a favor, um, and you know, giving us that opportunity meant a lot. Um, like I said, regardless of the outcome, super appreciative for them willing to schedule it, especially the first game of uh, the season when they don't have much film. Um, that that was great for them to do that, and, and we're we're very appreciative. You know, as as you kind of look back now, was it kind of what you thought it would be going? I, again, when the game's going on, I'm, you're not worried about that he's your uncle. It's it's Coach Izzo. I mean, you're worried about trying to win the win the basketball game. But as you look back at it, was, was it pretty special just to be able to coach against him? Absolutely. The, uh, the the funny part after the game, I went up to my brother and I said, "Hey, I, I heard the fight song come on the second half. I you know I can imagine you might have started humming by accident." And and he he laughed absolutely. You know, started clapping. He had to catch himself. But no, to look down at the other end and see him um, after being a fan for so long, it it was definitely a, a special feeling. What did he have to say afterwards? You know, we got some time to talk before the game, night before. Um, I think, you know, he, he just, he congratulated me. He said, love you. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be able to talk a little more in, in the days to come. But, uh, you know, we, we got to have most of our conversation beforehand. So a- afterwards, it was more of a congratulations. Was it fun to be able to catch up beforehand? Again, in, in in a spot where you guys love to do, to be, and that's that's coaching, and that's with your teams. But to be able to kind of catch up that way instead of a family vacation, yeah, you know the the conversation with him has always, you know, been more so him helping me with my career, um, him giving me advice. You know, I'm so fortunate to be able to have have learned from someone that's been as successful as him, that's been able to do it as long as he has at the same place. That's, you know, built such a great culture. Um, so coming into our game, you know, obviously you don't want to share too much about your team, but being able to talk about the matchup a little bit, and that's different from what our previous conversations. So that that was special. That It was cool to be able to talk a little more hoops. And now you're 1-0 against him. <laughs> Actually, I, unfortunately, I'm 1-2. I'm you know, we, we played him in the NCAA tournament at Georgia, and then uh, we played him in a hurricane relief game uh, a few years back. And so uh, it, we finally got one at least. It, 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 was, it was special to get number one, um, but can't say it enough. So appreciative for them, for them letting us come up uh, and play. So that, that was the, the main takeaway. Obviously, great to get the win, but want to uh, extend our appreciation for sure. Talking to Matt Buckland, assistant coach of the Dukes, is again, they get set for Kent State on Thursday. But how about just having your family there, too? I'm sure that was special with your mom being able to, to watch her son and her brother. <laughs> I mean, uh, for everybody involved, I'm sure that was great. 
Yeah, it was. And, uh, you know, bittersweet feeling probably for, for them after the game a little bit. Obviously, you know, more sweet. But it, it still is hard that someone had, you know, for them that someone had to lose the game in their family. Um, obviously very exciting um, for the Buckland side. But um, so happy they got to come. And, you know, my, my great-grandmother is, is still alive, on, you know, Tom's and my mom's mother. And so getting to see her, um, obviously, like I said, my brother coming from California, it just was such a special event to get everyone together um, to see it. How was he a big reason why you got into coaching? Did you know early on that, that, that again, kind of looking up and going to NCAA tournament games and things like that? Did, is he one of the reasons you got into coaching? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. When I was a kid, you know, my parents, they, they never let me miss class. But uh, one thing we could always do is we, we could miss to go to the NCAA tournament. <laughs> so um, that was, oh gosh, those are such great memories. Obviously, 2000, I was at the the game when they won the national championship. Um, so, you know, my dad actually played at Northern Michigan, I believe, when uh, Coach Izzo was a – I think he might have been a graduate assistant. So, you know, between my dad and, and Coach Izzo my, and, and obviously my brother was one of my role models and he played. So between the three of them, that's kind of why I wanted to get into coaching. Did you, did you study – him and what he did and just even how he built his program but but even his sets and how he ran things did you study that growing up and do you still have that kind of in in your toolbox uh you know when when you watch them as a fan versus scouting them it's pretty different um you know you develop some of the players you like more some of the players that frustrate you but uh man when you scout them you're like do they do anything bad um and you just the appreciation for their culture, how hard they play, you know, defend, rebound, run is all, has been their thing. And, and shoot, you start getting ready for the game. You're like, holy cow, you know, and uh, I, I can see, you know, why they've been so successful, why they, you know, they've never had a down year. Um, and so it is different, you know, watching them from a fan perspective uh, and then, and then preparing to play against it. But you know, you pick up things over the years that they do well, some of the sets that they run that um, they've always had. And, and it, it was fun, you know, now putting them into a scouting report and preparing to guard it. When you, when you guys went on, like, vacations and, and got together in the off-seasons, was it, was it basketball talk? Would you pick his brain? I'm sure there's, there's obviously a lot more than basketball, but would you always kind of pick his brain? Yeah, and recently, you know, since I – had started coaching um I've tried to you know I'm obviously more on the defensive end so I've tried to pick his brain about that a little bit but honestly it's more so it's more so life lesson type things um you know and there's so many things in basketball and coaching that uh you learn that it's kind of similar off the court and and you know family and financials and, and you know everything and and so I would say on our vacations it's it, the basketball piece is is probably 10 to 25 percent and uh the other lessons is you know probably 75 percent of that but always nice to have that that option to be able to talk to him right oh absolutely you know and, and those I'm sure uh I'm sure I I annoy some sometimes with my questions in the middle of the year when he's trying to prepare for a game I might call him with some questions but um uh, no he he's been so so gracious um with how much he's willing to 
you know, put his own work aside and help me out, um, answer my questions. You know, if I've got, um, if, if, you know, if we're, if we're preparing for a big 10 team or he's all, you know, he's just always willing to help. And, and, uh, it means a lot. Talking to Matt Buckland, assistant coach of the Dukes, I guess, so for Kent State on Thursday. And just how proud were you of your team and, and what you guys were able to accomplish in that game? That was such a big win for you guys. Man, I, you know, I, incredibly proud. I mean, the guys from, from the tip, um, they looked like they belonged. And they played like it. Uh, you know, we made a, a big deal of kind of bringing the fight to them. And, uh, you know, the crowd, the atmosphere – you know, the name Michigan State, you know, all that plays into the game. And, and we thought, you know, from the tip, and it helped we hit a big shot to start the game. But um, just proud of how our guys were able to stay calm and uh, in such a great atmosphere. Quick turnaround now. We're, we're in Kent, Ohio, getting set for a team that's won 23 straight games at home. So for you, go- for you basketball guys, it never stops, does it? No, no. And, we, and I'm glad you said that because we've, uh, we've had to put that w- great win behind us. Um, obviously, what an incredible test this will be. Um, but I, I hope it's been uh, you know, somewhat easy to get our guys' attention with Kent State because they are such a great program. They have you know, won 20-plus home games in a row. So uh, we've moved on, and, and we're, we're prepping to, to see what we can do on Thursday. Buck, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Good luck on Thursday. Thank you, Dave.